Hello and welcome to Nurse in Transition. I am your host, Kiana Brathwaite. <sighs> I hope that this episode finds you well and um, keeping your spirits up as much as possible. I know that um, one thing that I found that has been a result of COVID-19 is that it kind of predicates on our natural human tendencies, um, which is socialization. That's how it bounces from person to person. And that's our natural tendency is to socialize. Um, so I have not recorded in a while. Uh, once COVID popped up and there have been some life adjustments and changes, I took some time off. I needed to. It was scheduled anyway. And um, my family's routine had changed and we were trying to adjust to that. So it was actually a really good thing that I had scheduled a time off when I did. Um, and now I'm, you know, not back to normal. Uh, I th Well, you know, we'll see, right, if this is our new normal or not. But um, last night... Yesterday, actually, I heard that we lost, from my understanding, our first healthcare professional um, to COVID. And I know New York right now, so it's March 30th uh, when I'm recording this. I know New York right now is pretty much the epicenter of COVID-19. And while I had um, other another topic that I wanted to discuss. Uh, this kind of hit me a little hard, so I wanted to just talk about it. Um, so thank you for giving me the space to talk this through. Um, when I first heard it, I, I, I'm not sure what my reaction was. Um, it kind of walked up the stairs. My in-laws have been listening to MSNBC pretty much nonstop since this thing, well, even before this. Um, and I usually will, um, I, I don't necessarily listen to MSNBC. Uh, my news comes from NPR and uh, Washington Post, New York Times, CNN. Um, and then I do some BBC America and a couple of other um, outside news sources from other countries. Uh, a lot of reading. I do a lot of reading. <clears throat> and then I um, take a look at the CDC website and the World Health Organization when I want updates. Oh, and we're, we're in Pennsylvania, so um, the Pennsylvania Department of Health website isn't actually too bad. I've looked at other states, but um, I stick with those three or four. I... Um, watched a YouTube video by a doctor for a sterile technique, which brought back some wonderful memories of using that technique. Um, if oddly enough, we had been using that process whenever we went grocery shopping before even coming across the video, my dad sent me the video and he was talking about uh, national institutes of health, whom I have not looked at, uh, but I will just to see what they're saying. But I try to keep my sources consistent so that I'm not getting overwhelmed. And I think I only go in every couple of days just to check on things. 
just to give myself the mental space to enjoy other things because it, it can really bring your spirits down. But going back to when I heard about the, um, the nurse who passed in New York, again, I'm, I'm not really sure. It, it, it hit me, but I, I don't think it did hit me. And then this morning I was um, getting prepared for my day and it came back to me. And while I was journaling, actually, so I went in and looked it up in Google and read the uh, news story about the fact that the nurse did have asthma and New York is having significant shortages of supplies. And even when this first started, uh, that was my biggest concern was for healthcare professionals doctors, nurses, respiratory therapists, occupational therapists, um, the med medical assistants and the nursing assistants, um, the hospital staff, period. I mean, the people who work in uh, environmental, the laboratory, um, you know, nurse managers, administration, they're all on the front lines as soon as this thing comes in the door. And a lot of times our, our first responders, of course, because um, I've, I've always, my heart has always been heavy for them um, just because they are exposing themselves out in a place where there's no real control, right? So a lot of times when patients come into the ER, you don't know what they have until you've done testing and you've ruled it out and, you know, there's this, this process and by then, you know, based upon their, their first triage symptoms, you hope that you catch it, but you don't always. So first responders, ER um, staff, they are at the, I believe the highest risk. Um, and then to not have the protective equipment that they need uh, whew, um, is unacceptable. Um, and I have a few choice words beyond unacceptable, but it's unacceptable. And to know that because of the profession that has been chosen in the healthcare space and to know that somebody has passed um, as a result. And there's some squabbles in the article that I read about um, you know, he was at Mount Sinai and did they have enough equipment and um, <clears throat> reading that he did have asthma, um, you know, it, <sighs> my prayers go out to his family. And um, so there's, from what I heard, several paramedics and EMTs who are also kind of fighting for their, not kind of, fighting for their lives uh, because they've contracted COVID. And to hear some of the theories about this is a hoax and not taking this seriously and not doing what needs to be done. And again, I understand we are human and we socialize and it's the very socialization and the interaction of that socialization that other people contract um, 
the disease from people who are carrying it. And there are people who are walking around who either have it and don't know they have it because they haven't been tested or suspect that they have it. And they're still, you know, walking around. I was uh, reading an article about grocery store workers, right? So first responders, um, healthcare professionals, healthcare workers, people that work in the healthcare field are aware that there is a risk to them, right? They hope that the risk is minimized, but they're aware. Um, it seems that grocery store workers are now in line with being exposed um, and not having the protective equipment, right? So some some chains are saying that <clears throat> their employees can't wear gloves to protect themselves and, um, you know, masks are out of the question. And I know that the CDC and um, world, I'm going to go with the CDC, has said that wearing masks out in public is not going to be helpful because you have to be within uh, the six feet of the person <clears throat> for it to be communicated. But if you, I mean, if you've gone to a grocery store, like those folks are right up in your face if somebody coughs. I was reading that the um, COVID-19 can last in the air for three hours. So let's say that's not true. Let's say that COVID-19, when you cough, sneeze, it lasts in the air for 15 minutes. You've coughed and now you're coming in line and that cough is following you and you're talking to, you know, the person who's checking out your groceries. Um, they're, they're at increased exposure because that's way less than, than the six feet. So they don't have the protective equipment that they need. They're having to kind of fight for what they need to have and um, just to protect themselves in the way of gloves. And there's some putting up uh, kind of glasses so that there's a barrier between the employee and the customer. And, um, you know, these are things that we we overlook, right? I don't want to say we miss, but we overlook. And um, as I said, you know, as a healthcare employee, you know, you have an understanding of what you could possibly be exposed to, to some extent. As a grocery store employee, I don't think that you would consider yourself um, being exposed to anything. Although, you know, as a registered nurse, and this is a conversation that uh, many of my colleagues and I have had that we do contact precautions and airborne precautions uh, within the hospital. And it's a very controlled environment. Once people are diagnosed, you, you know, put gowns and gloves and masks and everything on. But those same people who have MRSA and VRE, you know, they're out in the generalized public touching things. Um, and we don't know what they have. Right. And this just kind of raises that awareness to another level in that, you know, people have these things and they're, and they're, um, and they're walking around with it. And there's no way, way for us to know. So you just have to, you know, protect yourself. But I am kind of rambling on just because I really am thrown by the loss of the nurse. I, I didn't know that that would throw me as much as it does, but um, it has. So while this is a podcast about transitioning, it is at its heart a podcast about being 
a healthcare professional, a registered nurse, and what that experience is. And um, I can't say that I'm fearful because I do at least have an understanding of how viruses work and how to protect myself and my family. And I share that with my community and my friends as well. Um, but I'm just aware. I'm aware that even when we get through COVID-19, if we don't do put things in place to make sure that when something like this happens again, because it will, it may be a hundred years, it may be 10 years, we don't know. But when something like this happens again, we are prepared and we act and we're proactive. Um, we are not proactive in this situation. There is all reactivity, no preventative, no preactive, no, pre no, uh, proactivity. And that's, that's what bothers me. Um, in all of this is the lack of, it's just like, we're behind the eight ball. We're behind the eight ball. We're behind the eight ball. And all we can do is just hope that the eight ball slows down so we can catch up to it. Um, and I hope, I pray that we don't lose more of our frontliners, um, more of our first responders as a result of how ill-prepared we are. Um, and so I just want to um, share the gentleman's name. So the article that I found is on pix11.com, which is a... Um, I guess it's a New York um, media outlet. And the name of the nurse is um, do, 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 Kios Kelly. He was the assistant nurse manager at Mount Sinai, and he died Tuesday last week, uh, according to the New York Post. So say a prayer for Mr. Kelly's family um, and for him. And be grateful, I am, to the people who are putting their lives on the line every day. All right. I will come back. Like I said, I'm, I'm back now and I've had some time. So um, I look forward to sharing time and space with you again soon. Keep yourself safe. Social distancing, as my husband says, be a meter man, a meter woman, a meter person. Keep people six feet away at least. Cover your coughs and your sneezes with your elbow. Wash your hands. Happy birthday at least twice. Um, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.